What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arnika, the not-so-typical chiropractor, and today we're talking about stiff ankles, all right? Today's episode is inspired by all the stiff ankles that I've been seeing with clients. I've had a couple clients tell me that they've always had stiff ankles, but in my opinion, that's not an excuse. Stiff ankles may not seem like that big of a deal, but today, once we talk about everyday movements like squatting or walking, that your ankles can be restricting you from doing safely, you'll start to understand how having stiff ankles is something that could be affecting you in everyday life, but we're just bypassing it or waving it away like it's not important. Listen into this episode, learn exactly what ankle mobility is, the importance of it in everyday life, and some movements to help address your ankle mobility and get rid of those stiff ankles, all right? So let's get started. First off, let's talk about exactly what is ankle mobility and like the normal ranges. Now, we are going to specifically talk about uh, two main ranges, which is plantar flexion, which is pointing your toes. So think of like pushing down on the gas. And we're going to talk about dorsiflexion, which is you bringing your toes up towards your shin. There are other ranges like pronation and supination, inversion, eversion, things like that. But we're not going to talk about them. We're specifically going to focus on plantar flexion, which is pushing down on the gas, and dorsiflexion, which is bringing your toes up towards your shin. Now, we should have more range with us pointing our toes, so that plantar flexion, about 40 degrees around that part. And we should have a little bit less, but still good, about 20 degrees-ish of range when our toes are coming towards our shin and our dorsi into dorsiflexion. Now, the reason why these two movements are super important, because think about what your foot and your ankle do when you're walking. We have that heel toe, that I'm not sorry, heel toe, the heel strike. So our heel hits the pavement. Then we roll into the midfoot. Then we roll into the bottom of our, uh, the ball of our foot into our toes. And from there, between the ball and the toe, of our foot, we're pushing off. So we're into plantar flexion in order to push off the ball of our foot to get into our next step and to bring our foot or swing our foot through. So something that you may seem that may um, be seeming pretty common because you've had stiff ankles for a while or weak ankles does not mean that we should not work on it because that could be a reason why Maybe you're not getting as low into your squat as you wish. That could be a reason why maybe you stumble or trip over your feet or maybe your gait or how you walk is a little bit off. But it all goes back to we have to make sure that we get assessed and check out everything in the body, not just working on where we feel like the painful areas are. So let's move on to the importance of ankle mobility in everyday life. Now, I already talked about a little bit when it comes to certain movements like for walking. If we don't have the amount of plantar flexion we talked about, then me being able to push off or get up so that my foot can swing through without having to swing around to get to the next step will get affected because I don't have that range to push off from. Think about if we don't have the amount of dorsiflexion. In order to get that heel strike, that means my toes are up towards my shin. If my toes don't come up towards that shin as much, then I can have the ability to trip on my toes as I'm walking. Or even think about uh, something I gave an example of to a client was walking up the stairs. Walking up the stairs, think about doing a step up. 
So as we're walking up the stairs, we have to lift up our leg. We have to have dorsiflexion in our ankle, so bringing our toes towards our shin in order to clear the step to step on that next step, the above step. If we don't have enough dorsiflexion, our ankle is not going to come up and allow us to essentially cross that ledge. So then we end up tripping and our toe gets caught on walking up the stairs. So things that we don't think about that affects our everyday life, like walking upstairs, could be affected because our stiff ankles and not having enough enough mobility in our ankles. Think about, uh, let's talk about something like performance-wise. Think of running and jumping. So those who are incorporating a little bit more jump roping into your routine, what happens when we're jump roping? We're going into plantar flexion repeatedly, repeatedly. That is going to in may run into if we have like too much of an overuse, which I'm going to be talking about next week, which is our tight calves. If we have too much of an overuse for repetitive motion, that could be affecting our calves. But in order to even have the ability to have the explosiveness to jump up off of the ground, whether that's in a single jump or even especially if you're doing, if you're one who are doing double unders, you have to have the ability to get into plantar flexion and push off from that plantar flexion. Think about pushing off from that end range. So you have to have the, you have to have the range and without the range, it's harder to get the strength. So when it comes to things like jumping, we have to make sure that we have plantar flexion or that ankle mobility is able to move in that direction in order to get that full explosiveness. And last but not least, a movement we don't think about, and it doesn't have to just be in the gym, but also everyday life, like sitting on the toilet, sitting down in a chair, but squatting. I know when it comes to squatting, it's so many joints involved, and it's definitely something that should be assessed by someone. But there's more to squatting than just your hips and your low back. If you're having stiff ankles and you have restrictions in your ankles and you don't have that much mobility, in this case, we're bringing you know, our, our into flexion because our knee is getting over our toe. If we don't have that range and mobility in our ankle, then we're going to stop at a certain depth. And maybe you're trying to push past 90 and wonder why you can't get in that position. However, your ankles aren't allowing you to get in that position. You've been stretching out and increasing your hip mobility and noticing that nothing is changing. Well, let's look down into the foot and the ankle and see what your ankle's telling you. Do you have the ability to get your knee over your toe? Now, I know back in the day that was such this horrific thing, but let's be honest and think about it from an anatomy standpoint before we get too deep into like research and stuff. But in order for us to be in this deep squat position which is what our ancestors were doing for years is how we went to the bathroom that's how we sat and had conversations people were looking at me weird when I was out a couple days ago because I was sitting in a line over an hour and I sat down into a deep squat we were meant to sit like this we were doing this before but with things like chairs higher toilets we got away from that and some of us look so much of our hips that we don't pay attention to our ankles we have to be able to have that knee over ankle movement in order for us to even get into that deep squat so start training in that position start working on your ankle while putting your knee over your ankle as we move into movements a little bit later you'll notice um that some of the movements that we're going to be doing to increase ankle mobility we have to bring our knee over our ankle so we have to train in that position we have to get into that position but squatting is such a huge everyday thing that we focus so much on our hips that we do not focus on our ankles. So if you are someone who falls into that category, we've been, we've been working on hip mobility. I encourage you to look down into your ankles and incorporate some of these movements that we're about to talk about now. So before I get into um, the movements that I'm going to tag at the bottom of the episode notes, I want to bring up one thing. I want to bring up how 
helpful and useful it is to sit in positions for a little bit longer when it's a position that you're not actively getting into yet. So in this case, I'm talking about specifically a deep squat. You can get into a deep squat using assistance, whether that's, you know, a rig, the wall, bar, chair, whatever. So get into that position and sit in that position with it, even if you have to hold on to assistance, but sit in that position for 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute. Get your body used to being safe and knowing like, hey, we can go here passively. We can go here with help. And if we can go here with help, then I know that I can get there actively. I just have to use certain muscles and get in certain positions like a knees over toes in order to accomplish that. So sitting in just positions like a deep squat or sitting in that position that involves your knee being over your toe is something that can help tell your nervous system like, hey, this is okay. We can do this. And I have the range to get here. So something I want to start, and there's no video for this, but taking 60 seconds out of your day and just sitting, even if that's with assistance or without, in a deep squat position. And see how that feels. And make sure we're breathing. We have to make sure that we're breathing because it may feel weird and uncomfortable as we're sitting in the first 10 to 15 seconds. But unless there's like pain, breathe through and see how you feel in about 30. All right? So the movements that I'm going to tag at the bottom of this, the first one is an ankle mobe using a band. Now, because of the angle of our um, ankle and because where our talus, which is the bone that makes up our ankle sits, it's not straight back. It kind of comes back and down. So we got to make sure that when you do anchor this band to put around your ankle, that the band is lower than your foot, if that makes sense. You'll see what I'm talking about when you look at the video. But once you wrap that band in the crease of your ankle, between your foot and your ankle, You'll see the motion we're going to make is pushing our knee forward over that toe. Not only straight, but in multiple directions because our ankle has so much range. So make sure that we're training and getting that ankle to move as much as we can with that knee over toe motion. Next thing up, we're going to use another, get our ankle moving in a different direction. And this time we're using an ankle mobe and we're moving not only forward, but also in angles. We have to be realistic about the fact that when we walk, and I'm not going to get too nerdy, but when we walk, our foot is just not going straight up and down. There's a little turning in there, our tibia, our lower leg where our calf is twist. There's some rotation. There's some things that happens with each step. So everything is not just like mechanical up and down. We got some little spirals in there. So when we do this ankle mobe, it's important that you go in different directions and not just forward and backwards because that's not how our ankle moves next up we have squat rocks so you're going to need definitely something to be assistant for you but this is helping get our ankle moving more everything from our ankle down into our big toe and our other toes so you'll see that video and then last but not least I want you to add in some loaded calf stretching okay so the calf is a back part of our ankle and if that if our calf is tight then it allows this to be into more plantar flexion which we talked about thinking about pushing the gas than we want to be so we need to make sure that our tie, our calf is loose, our calf is lengthened, and then we also work on moving our actual ankle and that and that ankle joint. All right. So I hope I didn't nerd out too much. I hope you found today's information super valuable. If you're having stiff ankles, if you notice that maybe you can't get as low in your squat and be looking at your hips, make sure you don't sleep in your ankles and you check them out and incorporate these movements into your warm up routine. Okay. So as usual, my goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. I'll holler at y'all the next episode.